Hey everybody, happy 420. This is Hanging with the Huffs. We have a episode today just all about marriage tips. Y'all have been asking us time and time again to do this. So I just quickly jotted down some cash ideas about um, just what I think is important. And Connor kind of looked it over and agreed with everything too. Just our what we think is really important in our marriage. So for me, number one, right off the bat is communication, like so huge. And we have absolutely had our ups and downs of communication. Um, But I don't know. How do you feel about that? In what respect? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Communication is 100% important, if not the most important thing that you could possibly be talking about when it comes to a marriage. That's gotta come first when you feel a certain way when you are thinking a certain thing you have to understand when you're in a marriage you're a team now you're a unit and so when when you're feeling off about something or when you're not feeling agreeable with something you need to let the other person know and you need to figure out what it is you're going to do about that going forward because anytime you have your own kind of beef with with something and you're not sharing it 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 builds a bigger issue than it had to be in the beginning so yeah it's absolutely 100 percent important to address things when they come and and be open and communicate right and especially i don't know even in the beginning of our marriage we've always loved and had great communication but when it comes to issues we're like the first couple to immediately get angry and not think before we speak sometimes yeah so i think especially since we've become parents we've gotten a lot better about that just because we want to set a better example for Oakland and everything but you yeah know. that's a big part of communication too is is keeping a cool head about things because you can communicate in an aggressive or angry way and it's it's not effective or, or productive communication right so yeah absolutely that's a big deal um, being able to keep your head on straight and uh, and address the things in a, in a calm manner right yeah I think we've gotten especially I think a lot of it comes with age too just chilling yeah. out about stuff But, you know, in your early 20s, late teens, you're really just, and especially with, I'm a Gemini, he's a Leo, so we're kind of hot-headed as it is, and we were just spitfires, you know, and we were both stubborn, and we had to learn. I think it is, like, people think that it might just be this magical thing, but you really learn how to communicate with your partner. It takes time. Yeah, everybody's different, right? Yeah. And some people communicate in different ways, and yeah, absolutely, it takes... It takes some time and it it takes work. You have to want to learn how your partner communicates. Exactly. And I think especially now that we are listening to so much more self-development and we'll get into growth here in a little bit. So I don't want to jump too much into this, but like because we've grown so much over the years, we've really learned a lot of things from different people and like not even just our family necessarily, but just other role models in our life. And I think we've learned things like, I don't know, a couple of my tips for you guys would be saying the words, this is important to me before you start a conversation. And that should cue your partner to like, okay, I need to listen in to whatever they're saying right now because this is not just a conversation that I can be on my phone half-ass listening to. Right, and and agree to have that... Make that clear with your partner or as a couple, whatever, Right. that when I say 
okay, listen, I want to have a conversation and this is really important to me. The, the other person knows. Okay, if and when one of us says that, everything else shuts oh, yeah, off, we've everything else gets dropped. Had that conversation right. where we've sat down and looked at each other and been like, okay, we need some sort of cues for right. each other in conversation that legitimately, like, I don't know, you're listening, but when that hits and you right. hear that, it's like. Yeah, exactly. You should always be listening. Yeah. And you should always be open to communication. <laughs> Active, but, yeah. But. Yeah, when when that is said, it's a cue for both of us that okay, it's time to really I need to really take pay this attention. into account. Yeah, yeah, really pay attention. The other thing too is um, another tip, and again, this is kind of in the same conversation. Is if you know that what you're about to say might set your partner off, or like isn't going to be something that they're jumping for joy to hear necessarily, starting the conversation by saying, "Okay, same team." Like, we're on the same team here. We're coming from the same place. It's us against the problem, not us against each other. And I think, again, just starting that conversation off on the right foot, except, like, sets the expectation for the conversation for it to not blow up into an argument. Right. Even, like, you can be more cordial about it and right. yeah, more absolutely. loving, even. Just not getting frustrated right off the bat and being defensive. Yeah, it's a good one, too. No, it is, because it... it it's a it's a warning shot is basically right. what it is. It's a warning shot. Hey, listen, you maybe won't like this, but I gotta tell you. But same team here, and 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 move forward with the conversation. But yeah, absolutely, it's a because you can be caught off guard with it. You, you can feel attacked really yeah. easily. At least I can. I know I can. Yeah. Over little things, you know what I mean. And like even if you're not meaning it in such a aggressive way, or like you're not trying to address it, like it's a big deal. I get defensive, like, well, why, why are you so mad about it? You know yeah. what I mean? I'm <laughs> just saying. You yeah, know? chill. <laughs> right, so, yeah, that w- the warning shot, at least for me, is is good because I can get defensive really easily. Yeah, and I think, too, even just like we were talking about last night, like, if I'm feeling overwhelmed or whatever, and me feeling like you get frustrated if I ask you to do something, and we just, we constantly have conversations about conversations we've had before. Like, okay, how could we have done that better so that that didn't happen yeah and whatever and i think just honestly and what this ultimately comes down to is before your relationship even gets into like a serious thing where you this person is now your spouse having that conversation of we have to be a hundred and ten percent honest with each other and have an open door policy like i need to know that i can come to you with absolutely anything and it's not i'm not gonna feel like our relationship is on the line if i fuck up yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, we have to be able to have just open, open-minded open yeah. conversations. And then again, just reiterating, coming from a place of love. Like, we've been so much better about that yeah. over the years than before. Where, you know, like, you're frustrated with the other person and you kind of come at them. And again, we've been together yeah. for so long, you guys. If you don't know, like... I've known Connor since I was seven, but we started dating when I was 15. So we've been together damn near my whole life. So we've had a lot of growth from really immature times in our lives into adulthood and now parenthood and business and work life and all that kind of stuff. And so we've just learned to like really love each other. Yeah, I mean, love and grows, just, you know, Yeah, it, it takes time. I mean, you you know early when your kids like oh we love each other i love you you love me kind of thing great but you don't realize what it means until you experience a lot more life 
with that person, right. you know what I mean? And with every experience and everything you go through, it just gets stronger and stronger. So it's easier with time because there's so much more there. Yeah. And I think we're lucky. Like, honestly, I will say that I truly am in love with you. And I know that that is totally reciprocated. And I think that some people might think that they're in love when really they're just in a comfortable relationship. So when you do have this open line of communication and you are easily able to communicate with your partner, it really saves you in the long run. Because like I weeded out so many other quote unquote partners throughout my life. Granted, I found you young, but until I found you and then I just knew, you know? Yeah. And I think that, I don't know, just having that communication is so huge. Absolutely. So... I have listened and heard this on podcasts before, but like it totally just resonates with me when I think about our love, especially because we have been together so long. And that is just, for me, re-falling in love with your partner over and over and over again, like every single day, you know, and just like seeing you with new eyes. Like when I wake up and you guys, it's so easy to get so comfortable and to get frustrated about shit and like... We're best friends, so it's really easy to be comfortable and kind of pop off and say things yeah, that right. aren't necessarily appropriate or... Yeah, absolutely. Whatever. I don't know, but... Yeah, no, absolutely. Seeing, seeing your partner with new eyes. Well, because there's so much growth, too, obviously, with so much time and with how long we've been together that we, we change so much. You know, obviously, you being a new mom and everything and me, me being a dad for the first time total whirlwind kind of flip that world upside down things are totally different you know what i mean and you have to learn to love the new you You. and the new them and you have to you have to be able to grow and accept it and love it the whole time or or it's not going to work you can't be you can't only be in love with the the 16 year old that i met right or 15 year old excuse me that i met in high school right people change and we have to be able to change and love well and we were just i talked to you about this the other day when I was texting you or whatever, and I said, you know, I'm sorry that sometimes I don't treat you as, like, the man of the house. And feminists, if you're listening to this, like, hear me out for a second. I am so not, like, my husband should be head of household. I can make my own (laughs) and do, like, for sure. And I can stand up for myself, but I absolutely love to be his wife, like, his person that he can come home to and knows that like I'm that security blanket for him and like vice versa you know so I think I said to you I was like I'm sorry for not treating you more as like man of the house kind of thing and it's because and I explained to you I because you didn't really know what I meant and I was like I see you as this 15 16 year old well you were a little older 16 17 year old kid that I fell in love with sometimes and I get so wrapped up in that image of you that I forget that you're 25. Sure, right. You know what I mean? And like that you're the father of our kid and just like all these things. And it's just, it's a different respect level. It really is. And you have to shift that perspective from like my 17 year old boyfriend to my baby daddy and the love of my life. Like, that's a very different person, and that's a sep- completely separate role yeah. that the same person plays. Right. You know? And I think it's the same with me, wouldn't you 
you say yeah absolutely yeah and it's, it's kind of back to the same point that you said you know you just have to you have to be able to see them as they are as they grow and and every day you have to be able to look at them in, in a new light and and love them just the same yeah no yeah. i agree and we have really i would say in the last what <clears throat> two years pretty much since i started my business and i've been somewhat forced to listen to self-development <laughs> yeah we've really made that a priority i know you've been listening to stuff before that too but just really making it a priority and a habit every day to grow our minds and learn new things whether it's about business whether it's about marriage whether it's about parenting regardless of what the topic is like i feel like we're so actively learning whereas we weren't before and i feel like that's been a huge reason why we have such a successful marriage after being together for almost a decade and yeah. from being together so young. Yeah, you know? 100%. Like, I mean, yeah, if you guys aren't on the self-development train, then then hop on board, seriously, because you're you're the thing is you're only hurting yourself by not allowing yourself to learn these lessons on how you work on your mind, how you work on your thoughts, how you work on your processes. And yeah, Absolutely. In these last couple of years, since we've been really more doing it together and listening to more of it together and sharing what we get out of different things that we're hearing. Um, yeah, it's been it's been great, really. I mean, you can the growth is obvious. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it even goes back to what I was saying earlier about communication, where we were hotheads. And like, I think about yeah. when we were even living in the Westland house and, you know, we would get in arguments about the dumbest shit. And we yeah. were just at such an angry point in our life still and so immature and so caught up in life and what was going on and just i felt yeah, like we I mean, were on it, the hamster wheel <laughs> yeah sure well i mean it's hard to have perspective when you're that young you know what i mean yeah it's hard to it's hard to see outside of what you're dealing with immediately well yeah but it's because we weren't more. listening to anything yeah true i mean yeah that, it, self-development is everything man you, it puts you in a different state of mind that's what it's all about has you thinking in a different light makes everything a little more positive makes everything a little more I don't easy. know and correct me if you think I'm wrong but I don't ever remember any of our parents whether it's my parents my friends parents no one used to listen to this kind of stuff no I ever mean, it was out it was out early like um early uh Early self-development stuff was going on in, like, the 80s. You know what I mean? So yeah. It really kind of started coming up. But, but it's uh, not, like, a buzz like it is now. Yeah, now it's everything, man. Well, I mean, people are people are waking up a little bit. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but you're right, 100%. Like, my, my parents never talked about any of it. Like, I, I know Tony, Tony Robbins mm-hmm. was, was huge. Like, yeah. 80s and 90s, but, like, not big enough that I ever heard about him. No. You know what I mean? It was so never was, talked about. Yeah, so you're right. I don't know. I don't know why it's kind of becoming a new a new wave because it's the same principles that have always been I just wonder like if it's gonna be because it's such a buzz now with our generation like are our kids gonna know more about it obviously ours will because it's a lot it's a big part of our household but like as a group I would imagine I would think so I mean there's always gonna be the status quo kind of the normal average Joe people who don't buy in to such things and they just want to work their job and whatever but uh, but no I do I do think it's obviously grown like you were saying since the last generation you know what I mean so I would imagine so 
Yeah, I think so too. I was just more curious what you thought, especially just because this has played such a big role in my business and me personally and our marriage and you personally. Like, it's a huge reason why we have some of the goals and the dreams that we have that we never had before and the more positive outlook on life. And granted, we go through shit just like anybody else, but I'm happier than I ever have been in my whole life. And like, I don't know. I just think that it is honestly the reason it's like having therapy like in your house every day. Like I honestly feel like I'm filling my cup every morning. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I love doing it in the morning. Oh, it's so good. And just leave. Yeah. That's the move. If you have the time, you know what I mean? Catch an hour of of good self-development in the morning because it just puts you in such a good such good headspace for the rest of the day. Yeah, it really does. It really does. And like implementing habits together too has been so nice. And like I said, being able to listen to that kind of stuff without your partner gawking in the background thinking that what you're watching is bullshit or right. like whatever, you know, and you're having to like fight them on it. It's just Well, easy. I mean, that comes all the way back to the very first point of communication, right? Yeah. Like, if, if you're having beef with something like that and you don't like what they're listening to or you're not necessarily on board, you got you to gotta express that. And your partner has to be able to express in a calm, level-headed way that, like, look, this is helping me and you you should do it too. Right. You know what I mean? So that's just, yeah, you got to come back to communication on it. But, yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that we both are kind of on the same the same trip. Well, we both found it to, yeah. be, to be so enlightening right away that it was like, oh, this is it. Like, I can't stop doing this. So... I don't think we ever had any sort of issue. Yeah, yeah, I can understand how that's... And on the flip side, too, to play devil's advocate, don't pressure your partner into it either. Like, I never pushed you to, like, whatever, but you would come downstairs and I'm listening to it. Or I would come outside and you're listening to Gary Vee in the garage. Or whatever it is, you know, we would catch each other doing it. And then it was like, well, why aren't we, like, making this a habit together? And we turned our... laundry room into like our little dream board area and we've put up our goals and what we want to accomplish this year and honestly just creating that vision together and again having that communication of like okay where do we see ourselves in the next year where do we see ourselves in the next five years in the next 10 years where do we want to be ultimately like what is this going to look like and now with the little curveball of baby number two. It's been really fun. <laughs> yeah, right, absolutely. It's good stuff, man. I'm excited. So excited too. I know. Official due date is November 7th, so that's super exciting. But perfect segue into sex, baby. Hey, that's my favorite subject. <laughs> so <laughs> this is huge. Like I can't even express how huge this has been for us like if we're arguing we're getting it it's so weird it's so obvious too oh it's so bad yeah we'll go we'll go a a few days and then it's just we're just at each other's throats for some reason literally no reason for some reason and it's like over everything we're just like we're nitpicky you're annoying and we're just snapping at each other really quick and then we both kind of come to the realization like oh it's been a couple days huh (laughs) and it always has and that's just yeah it's huge i don't know for some reason that level of intimacy and that level of connection it kind of it rebonds you you know what i mean it's a it's a 
spiritually, it, it, yeah. it puts you guys back on the same track. Yeah, it really does. And it makes Along you... Along with it being awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, our sex life has grown with our relationship as well, you know? Yeah. like You have to, again, communication. Like, if you're not having a good sex life with your partner, like... That is absolutely a conversation worth having. Yeah. Like, don't just leave that in the dark. That could destroy. Well, the thing our is, it's not just the sex life. If I, if I've learned anything from the way we treat each other and act, like, like we were just saying, it's not just your sex life. If your sex life's not going well, then the rest of it is probably not going well. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of communication that needs to be had. So I don't know. Like I feel like it's almost like sex comes first. <laughs> as much as that's weird to say, you know what I mean? It's almost like it does because like when that's good, everything else is a little easier. Mm-hmm. So it's... And yeah. you guys, obviously everybody has their own religious beliefs, whatever. I personally have no problem sharing the fact that I think it is extremely important to have sex with the person that you think you're going to be spending the rest of your life with before you commit to that. Like, again, personal beliefs, whatever, if you have, if you're... If that doesn't vibe with you, totally respect that. But I personally love the fact that we had that before we had we got married because I love every piece of you head to toe now. You yeah. know? And like it just oh, excuse me. <laughs> just like you were saying before, like a spiritual level, like it really does connect you. And I just right. knew in that moment, like you are my soul partner. Like you are the person that I meant to be with, you know? And I don't, yeah. you might not have that with the person that you're not <laughs> yeah, right. going to be spending the rest of your life with. So I don't know. I think that's really important. And again, just communication on what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. That's big too. What's okay. What's not okay. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> and Obviously, everyone has their own kind of vibe. Lines in the sand, like, okay, that's it yeah, for me there. too far. Right. Um, or not, but, you know. Yeah, you never know. Maybe. <laughs> you never know. Um, no, it's, we, we like to have fun, and it's, we do, we make it, we've never, I've never felt like in almost, what, eight years now that we've ever had to, like, spice up our relationship. Like, we always yeah. just have fun together, go with the flow kind of thing. And we just love each other so much that I think that it's easy, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be hard. Like, I don't know why it's... Granted, there are some times where I'm, like, not in the mood or whatever, especially being pregnant because I just feel disgusting sometimes. But it's like, I always want to connect with you. Yeah. Like that. Absolutely, yeah. It's awesome. And you sleep better. And you don't yeah, have parents. Right. It's true. That <laughs> night of sleep is like nice. <laughs> Ready to So crash. there's a lot of perks health-wise outside of just a good relationship. That's true. But no. And it just, I don't know. And I love having your babies. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you love it. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited, you guys. I think that also just pairs with, too, being vulnerable with each other like yeah you know it's really hard to completely open yourself up to somebody but i think that that's so key it's really important especially with i mean vulnerability honestly is important all the time Mm -hmm. a lot of people see it as as being weak but it it takes a lot of strength to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. right so i mean it's kind of a 
double-edged sword in that respect. But yeah, absolutely. Being vulnerable with each other and, and open and this is who I am, this is what I got kind of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I mean? You have to be that way, especially with your partner because it's... Um, it's just blunt honesty. It's oh, it's yeah. You gotta tell them what's up. You have to be openly honest and one hundred percent of the time. It just has to be that way. Yeah. Now you have to be able to be vulnerable. And if with if with nobody else, sorry, not to interrupt. No. You, but if with no one else, with your partner, you yeah. have to be able to be vulnerable. Absolutely. No, I was just gonna say like, you're the person, no matter what. Like, the first person that I'm calling and being like, okay, this happened. Right. Like, yeah. Every time. I'm feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Or whatever and you know absolutely everything and i just think that like again just open communication open doors always yeah you have to be able to because it's only going to hurt you more too if you're holding that kind of thing those kind of things inside you know what i mean yeah about your past about your future about how you feel about what's going on feeling anxiety or whatever it is (laughs) like it was just a couple weeks ago wasn't it that i texted you just kind of random out of the blue like i don't know what it is man but like I'm off today. Yeah. I do not, not feel happy. It. I do not feel like, and I'm not the kind of person to mm-hmm. to do that. I don't really like, even if I am kind of a little upset or off today, like, I don't talk like whatever, you know, I'll move on. You know, I can get my mind right on it. But yeah, like you have to be able to be like, look, I need someone to talk to right now. Cause I don't, I don't feel right. I don't feel well. I need you. I need you. I need your love. I need your help. I don't. Yeah. We're just, you have to be able to each do other's that. Each other's rock. Yeah. You have to be able to do that for sure. Yeah. And you have to be that person. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) When that comes, you have to be there as well. Yeah. It takes... A relationship is not easy. Like, it is an everyday process, evolution, everything. It's not easy. But it is absolutely worth it if you're with the right person. Yeah, that's the thing. It's worth the work. It only gets better. It really does. Especially now, like, having kids, you know? It's so amazing. It's so beautiful. So awesome. It's the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> it's great. Our kid is the best, you guys. She's awesome. <laughs> but baby, when you're listening to this when you're older, we love you. Love you. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's so good. And, and man, communication, like we said when it was number one, it's no joke when you become a parent. Like, you think you have to have open communication before you have kids? Ooh, boo-boo. I know, right? You must hold on because when you become a parent, it is so different. And it's crazy with every age, with every stage, it changes. You know, yeah, every. And, and with every decision that comes with parenting that child, you now have to have that communication. Oh, yeah. Every single element of parenting this child has to be a group group decision. What they eat, right. what they wear, where they go to school, so, where yeah, they absolutely. live. The level of communication gets, gets amped way up when it comes to kids, that's for sure vaccinations college all of it all of it funds yeah like oh my god it's like it's huge yeah it's crazy and y'all having babies is not cheap okay so that is another reason (laughs) another reason like i think so many people stress out financially and it's like you'll never get you're never gonna be ready to have kids but I wish we would have been a little bit more financially stable before we had kids, but I think it forced us to grow up. Yeah, it absolutely did. I mean, it wasn't exactly like it was in the plan at the moment. You know what I mean? Caught us off guard a little bit. So yeah, obviously, I think even before you got pregnant, we 
kind of had that in mind. Like, we're going to get a little more stable, get our shit together, and then, then we'll go for babies totally. kind of thing, you know? So we were caught off guard a little bit by it, but I think that was always kind of the plan. But yeah, I mean, it, it forces you to step up, for sure, 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, what choice do you have? <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you have a kid now, you have to be able to provide for him, so. Yeah, no, yeah, I think it forces it was you to great. grow up quick. I think it was great. And even if you are not in a financial standing, like I said, you're never going to be ready to have kids, and I wouldn't necessarily let that hold you back. But at the same time, like... The thing is, you could have $2 million in the bank. You're still not ready to have kids exactly. until you have them. You know exactly. what I mean? You don't, yeah. You're never going to be ready regardless of what the financial standing looks like. But I'm just so glad that we are creating a life for our kids where I get to be home. I'm building a business. Yeah. You're working, doing your thing. We're going to be opening that wing cart. Like yes, we're just, and it's, I love that we didn't, I love the story that we didn't have a bunch of money and now we're creating this yeah, sure. for ourselves Absolutely. kind of thing and showing them how to do that. I think that that's really fun to do together as a couple too. Yeah, 100%. I was listening to, I can't remember what it was or who the Game of life. couple was, but, or not the couple. Um, it was Tom Bilyeu yeah. on one of his podcasts and it was, I can't remember her name, but she has dark hair, feather in her hair. She's a super hippie dippy lady and I freaking loved their interview. Like, loved it. Forget her name? Yes, I forget her name. If I can find it, I'll link it if I can um, to give them credit. But she was talking about divorce and how she like really believes in divorce. Do you remember me talking yes, to you about this I lady? I do remember this. Okay. She was like a couples therapist. Yeah, she's like a couples therapist, but she wants to get people in the door before they're even married. She wants to see people before they've made the commitment to each other. Hmm. And even if they're on good terms yeah. or bad terms, right. doesn't matter. But preferably, she said even preferably good terms coming in before they're making the commitment. And so she totally believes in divorce because you know when you're walking down the aisle if you are going if this marriage is going to end in divorce. She said every single person knew. And I, we've done studies. She was, like, talking about this whole thing of, like, we've done studies. I'm not, I don't you really know. want to marry this yeah, person. Yeah, like, you for know. Real, for real. Deep in your heart. And you should divorce them, is what she was saying. Yeah. Like, if you, you know, weren't you meant to be you know. together. Yeah, and she, yeah. she, anyways, it was a beautiful interview. But she had so many I remember, intense yeah, she, ideas. So blunt. Yeah. Yes, she was very intense. But her biggest thing and my my biggest takeaway, especially with our relationship, was people try to change people. And if he's not a guy who lifts up the toilet seat, something as minuscule as that, he's never going to be the guy who lifts up the toilet seat. Right. If she's yeah, yeah, not the saying. girl right. who... Right wants the door open for her and she's an independent woman who doesn't want you to do that i'm not saying that you're not an independent woman if you do want your man to open the door but i'm just giving an example then that's not the person for you and you can't for you can't put that on the other person like i don't like this about you even shit like i don't want you to be smoking moles or whatever like that's not up to me, that's not up to anyone except for you. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, like, yeah. even if it's, I don't know, like I'm saying, the toilet seat kind of thing. Yeah, I hear you saying. Yeah, I mean, the person is the person and they're not going to necessarily change. And if if your plan is I'm going to go into this marriage 
And, I'm and eventually I'm going to fix that. It was doomed it was, from yeah, day exactly. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was doomed no, from day one. You have to love one. them for who they are. 100%. You have to... You have what you have in front of you and you have to love mm-hmm. that 100% and... As wholeheartedly, is. Wholeheartedly. As is. And then when they change, you got to love that too just as yep. much. That's the thing. And it... Yep. And if there's anything you don't love, you need to go to communication. You need to work it out. And you need to make a compromise. And you need to also know your personal values. If you yeah. do have that communication and somebody's crossed the line or you really can't deal with something, That's married not or not, you have to be able to have that conversation mm-hmm. like, this isn't working for me. And I think yeah. we've always expressed to each other, like, I don't think it would ever get there on either of our ends, but we've always said, if something isn't working or you're not in love with me anymore at any point in our life, you have to tell me. Yeah. Like we have to have that conversation yeah, because absolutely. it's not fair to anyone. To either of you. Yeah. And why life is so damn short. Right. Why waste it exactly. with the person who you weren't meant to be with? You both are so afraid to leave the relationship when literally the best person you both will ever meet yeah, right. is on the other side of the freaking door. Right. But you're too afraid to open it. Like you gotta leave it. Yeah, and that just it really just comes back all like everything does is to, to communication. Yeah, you have to be able to talk about it. And you have to be able to, like you said, know your own values and, and know your own worth and what is important to you. And if there's something you can't deal with, I mean, you gotta. Yeah, that's that. You know. And we've always, I feel like, been really good about that, though. Like, we're pretty this agreeable is... people too. We don't, we're not someone who would no. let something so small be such a big deal to us. You oh know? my gosh, no! You guys, we have literally had arguments, of course, but all but maybe two in eight years have been so freaking minuscule and yeah. stupid. Like the fact that somebody didn't switch the load of laundry, or like. <laughs> You played your video games too long. Like, literally, that's all that we argue about. But again, I I honestly believe that a relationship, yes, you have to work at it. Yes, you're going to be frustrated with each other sometimes. But overall, it should be easy. Like, it should be fun. And I should be able to come home and feel comfortable, safe. Relieved. You should be relieved to be going home, to be coming home. So happy to see you. That should be the best part of your day. Yeah. Always. And if it's not, like, again, you, like, that has to be a conversation you have to have. And you ultimately choose your happiness. And I think you choose your yeah. the happiness with your partner. Like, you, especially once you're married, you chose this partner for life. Like, you made a commitment to each other. And this is the person that you're gonna, you chose to be with for the rest of your life. So you are gonna make it work. And there's going to be shit that comes up along the way. Like, that's just life. We're not, we're human and we're not perfect. And everybody's gonna make mistakes. And that may be small things, it may be big things, regardless of like whatever your story is. But I don't know. I feel like you just really have to choose to love that person. Like, it's an everyday conscious decision. Yeah, it is. I mean, it comes easy to me. I don't know. I'm not yeah. speaking for anybody else. But... <laughs> no, it is. It is. <laughs> um, but no, it is. I mean, th- yeah, you have to... Your your love for them has to be bigger than anything else that could possibly come up. And if it's not, then it's probably not the person for you. Right. That's, and that's you know just I mean? brutal. It's really honest. that simple, yeah. 
It's got to be bigger than anything that could possibly come up. And that's why you have to be so damn confident in yourself and know your values, like I was saying, that you know this is not the person for me. Or this is absolutely someone I could vibe with for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, you have to trust yourself. You know yeah, what I mean? If you have those little feelings, like maybe this isn't right, but we've already got engaged, you got to trust it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. it isn't right. It's probably right. Yeah. And do you want to waste the next 10 years figuring it out? Right. Exactly. I don't know. I just, and again, our relationship has always come so easy, but I see even like friends of friends or whatever that are getting married that I know for sure are not in love. Like for sure. And I just feel like they're doing it out of comfort. You know what I mean? Like this is what I know. This is what I'm comfortable with. And I think so often it's just fear of, will I ever find love again? What they think is love, you know? Like, will I ever find someone that's going to treat me better than what I have right now? Or whatever, you know? Yeah, right, like, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's the fear of the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. But again, just having that confidence in yourself to know your worth, well, and I guess. honesty with yourself, too. Yeah. You know I mean, as much as you got to be honest with your partner, you got to be honest with yourself. Yeah. It is. I mean, it starts there. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to, I don't like to judge anybody and say that they may or may not be in love. It's hard for me to say. Oh you my God, I mean? but you can tell if somebody's not. I mean, yeah, you kind of can. You can <laughs> sure. absolutely tell. Some people are happier than others. That's for sure. Yeah. And of course, you never know what's happening behind closed doors. I obviously don't want to judge anyone either. But again, it's so, you can see just body language if somebody truly loves somebody else or not. The way that they look at each other, the way that they show affection. Well, let's see that you're basing that on our love. Other people may love each other differently. (laughs) Okay, fair point, fair point. I think honestly, honestly, this is funny. I was just going to say, being so brutally honest with each other has helped us a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And even just little shit like that, like calling each other out or whatever, like regardless yeah, I mean, of how small it is. you don't necessarily have to agree with each other all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, but that's important. That open communication is totally important. Yeah, I mean, if being brutally, that wasn't such a brutally honest situation. Right there, <laughs> no. If being brutally honest is what it takes you have to do it you got to be honest with them even if it's gonna hurt a little bit mm-hmm. comes back to that same team yeah you know what i mean i say it with my team all the time but one team one mission and it's the same thing right. in a relationship like we are one team and we have one mission and that is to live the most happy and fulfilled life and give back and do what we can for the people around us and truly make a difference yeah. like ultimately at the end of the day when i die that's what i want to be able to say yeah. and i think like if you have that same motive as a couple, you're built for success. You know, like if that's your goal in life or your purpose, per yeah, se. Yeah, absolutely. Not that that has to be your purpose, but <laughs> that's what it's been for us. Yeah, so that honesty, yeah, totally important. Yeah. And compromise has been huge too. Just like <laughs> with, with everything. everything. Yeah, with everything. <laughs> especially, once you, yeah, especially once you get married. When you're... Well, I'd even say, like, once you move in together, is pretty much when it becomes like, Starts okay, to really everything change. has to be a compromise now. Yeah. If you don't like that, okay, fine, well, then I get a little more of this. You even know what I mean? stupid yeah, stuff little like, things, all of what it, to though. eat for dinner. It's all <laughs> a compromise, all of it. So you have to be, you have to be willing to do that. You can't be so 
so stuck on you. Mm-hmm. It truly is 50-50. And if, right. you're nor- if you're used to an 80-20 relationship, like, you're going to have to simmer down for the other person. And the other person's going to have to pick it up to give that other mm-hmm. person what they need, you know? And, like, you just have to try your best to balance each other out. And something that I freaking love about our relationship is... When one of us is down, the other isn't. And, like, we're always able to pick each other up. Yeah. And, like, one of us is always strong for the other person. Like, yeah. if I'm feeling like shit, you're like, baby, we got this. And, right. like, if you're texting me being like, oh, my God, or whatever, and something just happened, like, I'm like, no, no, like, chill, we got it, like, right. whatever. But, again, just, you have to be that rock for somebody. And Absolutely. I'm just so glad that you are <laughs> for me. Yeah, same. It would be hard without you. The first call every time. (laughs) Even what did we do the other night? Oh, I was. I'm so freaking sick and tired of Call of Duty, you guys. I swear to God. (laughs) Come on. That's hate speech. Report. (laughs) No. Oh my God. It's horrible. Like, ladies, let me know how you feel because I know I am not the only one. It's just the best (laughs) that ever happened to video games. No. Okay, I get that you like to play it, but like, does it need to be a six hour thing? I've never played the game. Bullshit. Later at night, maybe. Yeah. Bullshit. Not that long. Come on, give me a break. Connor. You're so about, like, you're all over me. I only ever get like an hour. It's no fun. Because, no, first of all, (laughs) (laughs) we compromised because you, (laughs) sir, brought up, you said eight to nine. Yeah, it's happy hour for my boys. Okay. Oh my God. Okay, so now (laughs) we've compromised that he's going to do from eight to nine p.m. every night. At least. And I, I said I, I said that that was <laughs> that that was fine. Oh my god. But if it's another night of six hours, I will legitimately flush it down the toilet. So this is compromise. He's this is gonna one of those do conversations it. you guys have to have. <laughs> yes, we did. I said I looked at him, I said we have to come up with something. Because I'm going to actually be mad at you. And I don't want to be mad at you over Call of Duty. You're just jealous. Maybe you should play. You get- oh my god. <laughs> I have better things to do. Whatever, dude. I have better Whatever. things to do than play Call of Duty. And that is fine if that's how you want to waste your time. But- <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Ugh. So <clears throat> this goes hand in hand with making time for each other and honestly i want to like give us a little kick in the rear for a sec because we make time for each other like on a day-to-day basis but we are not good about going out on dates no i know that i agree we need more one-on-one time like we obviously are in the house together but we're like cleaning up and dealing with the kid and doing our thing and like yeah, okay, love you going to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we're always together. But no, 100% I agree. And it's been... We were really good about it. Yeah, we were. Like, before the kiddo came. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we were like... But now we just take her dates. everywhere. Yeah, but now she comes everywhere. Yeah, but that... it. Which you don't think about because we love her and we love having exactly. her around. But it's a totally different vibe a totally yeah. different conversation yeah a totally different dinner when it's just you and me yeah yeah 
And yeah, we definitely need to get back on board with that. We really do. It's so huge. And it, again, we see the difference in our communication, in mm-hmm. our love for each other, in our affection. Like, it's just another way outside of sex to reconnect with your partner. Yeah, And just absolutely. to, like, let the shit unload. Like, to talk about your week. Mm-hmm. And to be able to talk about what's been going on with your kids. And yeah, it feels like you don't have any time. Yeah. To even, like, sit down and talk about it. It's like, well, I got to do the next thing, so we can talk about it later. Well, and by the time you sit down to go watch your one show at the end of the night or whatever together, like, you want to just sit there and not talk because it's the one hour at the end of the night when the kid's gone (laughs) to bed and we've done all our shit that we can just, like, go to bed. Yeah. Not that I don't want to talk to you, (laughs) but, like, that's just how it is. Especially after eight years of being together, you guys, like, you just want to... Unwind. I want to sit next to you and I'll hold your hand. I want to, I love you and I want to sit next to you, but yeah, let's just relax. Need some ice cream. Right. <laughs> you know? So, okay. What is like one last tip that you would give somebody to make their wives happy or something that's helped you with me? Um, I mean, everybody's a little different, obviously. This kind of goes into love language and everything, how mm-hmm. you receive love and everything like that. So everyone's a little bit different. But for me and and for you, um, it's it's been just showing you somehow that you've been on my mind mm-hmm. throughout the day. If I, like, bring you something home or I, even if it's small, like, I just I went to the store and got something for myself and I got something for you, too. You love that. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a, that's a really good thing to do. Keep, and, and honestly, she should be on your mind your partner, whatever, whoever that is. Right. They should be on your mind. You should be thinking about them if you love them like that. And so, yeah, just those little tokens of I thought about you. Yeah. And, you know, you were there with me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think for any chick, like, yeah. I know that any man or woman has different love languages, and I'm so proud that you brought that up. But, <laughs> um, you know, I think any woman would be happy with knowing that her man or woman is thinking about them and just showing that love like I don't know there's just something about affection in a relationship that is priceless whether that's verbal or material and for me honestly man it sounds like I'm just beating a dead horse but being less expectant of him to know what I want done and what I'm thinking and literally think of him like a child. I know it sounds super rude and demeaning, but like literally how would I explain to my kid nicely that I want something done and it saves me from being a total B-I-T-C-H and it comes across so much better to you when I've thought about the way that I'm going to ask you to do something versus just being snippy and being just 100% honest like hey can you do this for me instead of getting frustrated and giving you the silent treatment because you didn't do what I thought you would magically know I wanted you to do or not do right (laughs) exactly (laughs) so getting over that I don't know what it is I feel like all of us chicks do that not to totally put us in the same boat but I feel like the majority of us really do just expect our partner to know what we're thinking or expect us to know that we'd be mad about that or whatever and it's like expect us to know what you expect yeah (laughs) and we don't (laughs) right so just i think with you and my one tip is just being so 
freaking honest and just being so communicative anyways y'all thank you for tuning in if you have not subscribed to our youtube channel or this podcast yet please do so we're gonna be putting out a lot more content which i'm super super excited about be sure to give us a like leave us a review all the things share with your friends maybe we'll be doing some giveaways i don't know and stay tuned for what's next